Welcome to Second Win, the podcast where we uncover the stories, methods, and modalities of women and men who have found their purpose while walking this earth. Sometimes they found their second win by accident, sometimes by hardship, and sometimes by intent. There is always something to learn from others and really isn't finding our own purpose what we are all looking for. I know I am. And that's why I'm hosting this very podcast. My name is Wendy Charles McGuire. Thank you for listening and let's get to it. Hey, Second Wind. Meet Melissa Oatman, a mother of twins, a teacher, an author, a podcast host, as well as a transformational coach, Reiki practitioner, and intuitive healer. She is the real deal. And her podcast, Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, is full of information and guidance for all of us, especially those of us in our second wind. And that is how I found this terrific lady. And I actually got to work with her in my sort of energy healing, angel guide talking kind of thing. And it was fabulous. So welcome, Melissa Oatman, to Second Wind, the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's neat to be talking to the person who I listen to because I listen to your podcast and to, to just see you and have you in front of me is really interesting. And we just did a reading before we started this podcast that so that I could say, you know, I do all the things. So I did the thing and it was really great and it was very clear and concise. And I'm going to ask you some questions about that as we move throughout the show, but let's start like we always start what was that thing that that said to you i'm not going the way i want to go and i'm changing my trajectory here i go that is a really good question and for me it was i was in a very toxic and abusive relationship so i found myself at 24 years old with twins living with someone who just was not the kindest person. It was almost like he had two personalities. One personality was very, very sweet and kind, and the other was the complete opposite of that. And I also had gotten a degree in business and German, and I wanted to do international business. And I had taken a job as a finance manager before my twins were born. I had to stop working when they were born because I had to be on bed rest because of the high-risk pregnancy. And I did not like my job at the time that I had quit. And I found myself not wanting to get out of bed every day. I dreaded my life, which sounds horrible, but I was overwhelmed being a single mom because I really wasn't getting a lot of help from my partner. And I felt completely disconnected from him and not happy in that relationship. And I didn't have a job that I was going to then. So my life consisted of just being a mom blob who felt really bad about herself. I had very low self-esteem. What little self-esteem I had had, my ex managed to make me feel worse about myself. And my family told me, they said, you look like a zombie. He said, well, you're there, but you're not really there. Because I feel like I had disassociated because if I didn't feel anything, then I couldn't feel the pain when my ex would hurl insults at me or just do things that were really hurtful. And I realized one day that 
it wasn't fair for my kids to have a mom who was unhappy and miserable. And I was really not participating actively in their childhood because I wasn't really there. And that wasn't fair to them. And it wasn't fair to me. And so I just decided that I didn't want to live my life that way. So I asked my ex for a divorce. And I ended up moving with my two small children. They were a year and a half, maybe at that time, not quite. And I ended up moving with them to my brother's house. We just bought a house and said, yeah, you can come live with me, which was a blessing. So we went there. With two babies? Was he single? Yeah. Yeah. He was was brave and single, but he adored his niece and nephew. And so he said, you can come stay with me. And so we went and we lived with him and we ended up living with him for eight years. And then actually I bought a house and then he came and moved with us because he's been a really great support. You know, I I feel like you have to have a village. And so he definitely was part of my village. Couldn't have done it without him. But that was my first awakening because then I, I left and I'm like, now what? I have to have a job, you know, because for a year, my ex didn't pay a child support. And I thought, okay, I have to be making money somehow. And my mom said, why don't you substitute teach? You know, you can work when you can. And when you can't work, you don't have to. It's pretty good money. And so I said, okay, you know, so I did that. And I loved doing that. I loved teaching. And so I decided that that's what I wanted to do. So I actually substitute taught during the day and I went back to school at night. And in a year, I had my teaching degree and I got my, my certification in German and economics. And so I got a job as a high school German teacher. So that was my first awakening was the whole transition of my career, which completely changed. And it was wonderful. But then I started, you know, going on with life again. And it was a struggle because I was still having to co-parent with this toxic person. And I was, I had the burnout, you know, of going to work and coming home and taking care of kids. And something happened when my children were 14, their dad got remarried, like in secret. And the kids hide it from me. And then one of my coworkers told me, oh, I saw on Instagram that your ex-husband got remarried. And I said, oh, really? I didn't know that. And then I had to ask my kids and it, it was just not a good situation. And my daughter said, you know, you really need to get back out there again. And up until that point, I had been so busy just trying to survive that I really had put that part of my life on hold. I didn't date. And so she helped me to make a dating profile. We just had a fun time just picking a picture and writing a description and made a fun thing out of it. And so I started getting out there and dating again. And I ended up being in a relationship for six months. And I really thought, you know, it was going to be a serious thing and maybe the one. And it kind of imploded at the end. And it made me look at my life and say, why, why can't you make a relationship work? Like what's going on with you? And I just started questioning everything again. Why are we here? Why am I, I live the same day in and out and nothing's ever changed. Well, then I decided to start listening to podcasts on the way to work because I was overthinking and driving myself insane, trying to think about everything that's ever happened to me in the past. And 
analyzing everything to death. So I decided to listen to a podcast and I came across the podcast that was all about spirituality and self-improvement. When I just resonated with this person. And before I knew it, I had listened to every podcast episode she'd done in like a couple of weeks. And there were hundreds of episodes. And she taught online courses. And so I thought, okay, I want to I wanna do this. So I took, it was called Spiritual Boot Camp. And every day I was so excited to wake up to get to do whatever thing we were learning about that day. And my life just seemed to get better. It just seemed like instead of always having a negative attitude and attracting negative things into my life, I suddenly started attracting all of these wonderful and amazing things. And I looked forward to my day and I learned how to look at life differently and it made things easier. So I kept doing this course and listening to her and she decided to offer past life regression. So I thought, oh, that sounds, I've always been fascinated by that. I want to, I want to do that. So I booked a session with her. And it was really interesting. I saw some of my past lives. I saw that I had been exhibiting the same patterns of behavior throughout many lifetimes. And that is not asking for help, always trying to be a people pleaser. There were some patterns that I saw. So I ended up taking a course for self-love. And I learned so much. It, first of all, they taught us about what healthy relationships were supposed to look like, which I had never knew because my parents divorced when I was three. So I didn't have any idea what a healthy relationship was supposed to look like. And this kind of gave us the framework for that and allowed us to look at our own upbringing and to see why we keep doing the same things that we do. And what I realized was if I want things to change, I have to change. I'm the one. It's me. I have to do the work. So I worked on this course and then I had a reading with the same person who said, you're supposed to be doing this work. And I started laughing because I've never before that ever considered myself to be, have any kind of medium abilities or anything like that. that's the work. She's like, you need to be doing like what I'm doing work. Yeah. You need to be, you're yeah, a that's far out, right? Yeah. I'm like, what? She said, you're a healer. You're supposed to be doing this healing work. I've been told that before in the past, but I had forgotten about it. My sister and I went to a psychic fair just for fun years ago. And this lady came up to me and said, you're supposed to be doing this work. So she said it also. And at the time I laughed because I, I'm like, I don't see dead people. That's no, what I, I think, still right? don't. Yeah. And that's what I thought this would entail. And I'm like, I don't see dead people. I don't see, you know. I don't see those things, but that's not how I connect to the universe and to angels. And I, what I realized was I was a very empathic person. And so what I connect to are people's feelings. And part of the reason that my relationships were so crazy sometimes is because I could tell when my partner is lying to me or not being honest or, you know, or something was off, I would know it. And you know, your partner is like, no, everything's fine. And I'm saying, no, you're lying. And so that that's, can cause a lot of difficulties. So I had to learn how to turn that on and off too, because you don't have to be always picking up everyone else's energy and it's very draining. So a lot of the things that I've learned since then, I've learned how to shield myself when I don't want to be picking up everyone else's energy. You know, if you can... Think about it this way. Those mediums that walk around like 
walk up to people like, I see your moms. And you don't want to do that all the time. Like that is. Exactly. Like Teresa, what's her name? Teresa Caputo. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't want to be doing that all the time because it's so draining. And you don't want to always have to feel that. So learning how to shield energy and all of that. And then I became certified in Reiki so that I could learn how to heal other people through energy. So wait, back up. Melissa, back up. So we, we skipped a little piece yes. because here you are being told, hey, you should be doing this. And you're like, what? <laughs> and, then, and then what is it within yourself that convinced you to move forward with the idea of being a medium? I just decided, okay, I'm going to jump in and just take this course and just see how it goes. And I never really thought that from taking the course, I was going to do anything with it. I just thought, well, this will be interesting. It was just curiosity. Your curiosity was, was you thought back to the other person that said it to you at the fair. And then now this person's saying it to you and you've already been working with this person. So you're like, oh, there might be, she's kind of credible, right? And that's why you, you said, okay, well, I'll take a course. So you took a, a Reiki healing course? Yeah. So my first course was a Reiki course. And then from there, she also offered a mediumship course and a past life regression course. So I ended up taking both of those things as well. And I actually ended up jumping right in and I just said, okay, so I built a website and I started advertising. And then at the, around the same time too, I I knew that I wanted to start a podcast. And the reason I thought that I should start a podcast is because I learned so much and I wanted to help other people. I wanted to help others heal with grace and ease in a faster way than I did because I kind of did it stumbling around and trying to find all of the pieces and putting them together. And I thought if there's one place somebody could go and find all of the tools that can just help them and so instead of having to climb a mountain and you're looking at this mountain and it's so big and expansive and it looks intimidating, you have somebody who's telling you, just take five steps today. You're going to get closer to that peak and all you have to do is move a little bit today. It gives you tips and tools in smaller chunks so that you could take one episode and get something from it and say, okay, how can they... Here's a tool that I can use that I can implement in my life today to help start making things better for myself. And that's really what I wanted. And then at the same time, this really all happened rather quickly. So I, I'm doing the podcast, doing the, the Reiki and past life regression and mediumship work. And then at the same time, I felt like I needed to, and I always kind of felt this way after I got out of the relationship with my ex was that I needed to maybe write a book about my experience. And so I sat down at first thinking, this might just be a, a diary for myself that's cathartic as I write about it. But when I tell you that it was like channeling something, it was just, the words just flowed. And I'm not a professional writer by any means. I just sat down and I just started writing and it just started coming out what I needed to say. And all of a sudden I'm looking and thinking, I think this could be a book. These could be chapters. And I went back through and I had a friend who is an editor and he said, Hey, I'm really thinking about writing a book. Would you mind just taking a look at it? He said, of course. 
And, you know, he would give me suggestions, but he's like, this is really cool. He goes, I'm very proud of you, you know, for doing this. And I found a publisher and it published in 2021, but it was my story of surviving divorce and a toxic co-parent and picking up the pieces and putting my life back together again. And the book was called Beautifully Broken because the title of the book the inspiration was the Japanese pottery that when it breaks, they put it back together again with the golden, it's like a paint glue that holds it together. And the pottery becomes even more beautiful than it was before because and the idea is that when we allow God's light in to our lives, he heals us. We're allowed to be healed and made more beautiful than ever before. But we have to be broken open sometimes in order to, I say, things fall apart so that they can come back together. So this is the story of how do we take what we think might be the worst thing in our life, right? A breakup or divorce or death. I've had people who read my book because they've experienced the loss of someone in their life and find a way to move through the healing process with grief moving through the process and stages of grief in a more graceful way and to help you heal faster. And I like to use humor and I give you tools that you can use. And there are a lot of different things to help you see that you can get through it and your life can be even better than it was before. Okay. All that is, I mean, you definitely are in your purpose. And when we did our reading, I mean, you just, you said, well, what do you want to know? And I'm like, I don't know, just whatever comes up. And the first thing you said, well, I wrote down was I had to schedule. I was, I was being too hard on myself and all this stuff. And, and I was, it was like nail on the head. And I didn't say a word. We didn't talk about it at all. And you said, yeah, and you're pro and sleep. You need sleep. Is that an issue? I'm like, oh yeah, the last week has been awful. And it was really interesting. So my question to you is, as you go through all these things, like I'm going to do a podcast, I'm going to do this class, I'm going to write a book, you're doing all these things. How did you stay driven, motivated, focused to like, even just do the Reiki thing and then do those two more courses on trans, what is it? Transgression, past lives. Yeah, that and, and mediumship and all these things. Were there signs that you were getting along the way? Did you develop your own way to be convinced that the steps you were taking were the ways, way you needed to go? Because if you're sitting here listening to this, you're like, oh, so she opened this door and walked through and then she opened this door and walked through. But I know it's not that simple. Right. Like I didn't just wake up one day and say, okay, press the button. Let's do a podcast and let's have, you know, like one of the episodes reach 1700 people in one day. That I mean, it doesn't happen like that. So yeah, for me, I feel like I was divinely guided to do each of the things that I'm doing and that I was pushed in that direction. But I'm also one of the people that if something scares me, I have to do it. Right. And a lot of times when people get guidance towards something, they allow that fear to stop them from doing it. And they'll have to research and do all these questions. What I've learned along the way is 
you're never going to be perfect. Perfection isn't really a real world thing anyway. So the sooner you can jump in, get your feet wet and get started, the better, because you get excited about what you're doing, even if you don't always know what you're doing. I found that the universe, if the universe leads me to something, the universe is going to lead me through it. And the universe is going to provide the steps and illuminate the steps for me with what I need to do and what's the next step on the process. And it isn't always completely 100% clear, but what I've had to learn how to do is to listen to my intuition and learn how to build that intuition and to trust it. Exactly what I want to talk about. Okay, wait. So we all have intuition. We all have nudges. We all have this stuff. So tell me, what did it look like for you when you're saying, I was, I, I listened to the steps. I listened to the intuition. I listened to the signs. How did you even know what to listen to and if it was right? Do you know what I mean? Because we do that with ourselves. Like, oh, is that a coincidence that that person just reached out to me when I was just asking that question? And you can chalk it up. And you've had an episode where you say, don't talk yourself out of what just happened. Yeah. So what did it look like for me? The first thing I had to do was I had to work on trusting myself. For a lot of us who have self-love issues or self-esteem issues, we don't trust ourselves. You mean most women? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't trust ourselves. And some men, I would imagine men have the same. Oh, yeah. The same issues. Just are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so what I did was like in the work that I was doing, that's one of the things that I was working on the most was learning who I was and learning to trust myself. And there are a lot of different exercises you can do to build your intuition and to learn how to trust yourself. One of the, the biggest things that I really started working with was what is the physical reaction that happens in my body when I'm getting an intuitive hit? So I had to, I, and I talk about this on my podcast and I teach people how to do it too. But what I do is I would take a deep breath, close my eyes, and then I tell myself no and say that word no, no, no. And this is one of the things that my mentor taught me to do, practice this. And where does that, how do I feel that in my body? For me, it's a tightness in my chest. It feels like when you're stressed out and you get that tightness there, that's what no in my body feels like. And then I did the same thing. We took a deep breath and I said yes over and over. What does that feel like? For me, it's like butterflies in my stomach. Other people experience other things in their body. And then what I would do was ask myself questions. Because what you're really doing is connecting to your higher self. And your higher self always has the answers. We just disconnect from that higher self when we come here sometimes. And so we have to get reconnected to who we are. So I ask myself, is this something that I should do? Is this going to be for my highest good? And what I would get was that yes. And I also started doing automatic writing. And what that was, was I would close my eyes, take a deep breath, and I would set the intention that I have, I'm going to ask these questions and I'm just going to start writing. Whatever comes is the universe. It's my angels, my guides giving me guidance. And at first there was that doubt of, oh, this is just me making this stuff up. But when I started working with mediumship and I started working with people like you and doing readings for people like you, I was telling people things that there's no way I could know. I can't Google you 
and find out that you're hard on yourself and critical with yourself. That's not something that I can just look up and find out. Or that I didn't sleep for the last week. Right, right. I don't <laughs> Not on Google. I couldn't Google it. So I started realizing, okay, what I'm getting is being given by universe. It's not, it's not just me making something up. The way I connect, some people hear audio, you know, they hear audible things. Some people see their departed loved ones standing there. Or they see their angels and they connect that way. That's not how it connects. I connect with the knowing. It pops into my head and I just know and I just say what comes out. And I also connect through feeling. So when I connect sometimes to people, I can feel how they're feeling sometimes. I can feel when they're nervous and upset. And I've had to, I've connected to people before when I've had to do a reading with them where they were so like wound up and uptight and nervous because it was the first time ever getting a reading or whatever. And I would say, okay, first of all, we got to ground your energy because you're all over the place. Like you're way all over here. And I know it's because you're nervous. So that's why now I always do. And of course, you know, when you learn, you do things differently. Now I always ground people before we start the reading because I realize a lot of people need that. And so I just started working with the automatic writing and then doing, asking myself those questions. And when I would do the automatic writing, the guidance would come out. And in fact, on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, once a week, I usually do channeling for people and then pull cards for them to give them some messages of guidance. So the channeling, I just ask the universe, what would you like the collective to know right now? So this week, it was a, a reading on trusting the universe more and not questioning the guidance that we're given. So it's usually a very general message just for the entire collective. But that's one of the things that I can do as channel. And really, anybody can do it. Anybody can. It's just you have to practice. It's like anything else. You know, if you're wanting to build muscle, you have to keep lifting weights and doing other things and taking protein. Well, it's the same thing with your psychic muscle, too. If everyone has gifts and abilities, we just have to figure out what they are and work and practice so that you get better at it. Okay, I have another question. Yes. That was a great answer, by the way. That was an excellent answer. So you said you don't connect in the way you see things. It's it's more of a feeling. Can you give us an example? Maybe just use me, like, because we just use me. So you, at one point you said that you were getting emotional at one point. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. What did that feel like? Why, why, why was that happening for you? Because I'm just sitting here like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they let me hear what she said. In that particular instance, I was feeling when I told you how you have all of these blessings and abundance coming into you, it was the feeling that you're going to feel when these things come into you. But I also have had that before where I've connected. I used to do Facebook lives where I would pull cards for people and I don't see anyone's face when I'm doing this. I just see their screen name coming up. And then if they bring in a card, I would say, let me know you want a card. I'll pull a card for you. And I had a woman who said, I want a card. And I became so overwhelmed with, like, I started crying on air. Really? Yeah. And I said, I don't know what's happening in your life right now, but I feel this overwhelming sadness. And I just have to tell you, 
that everything's going to be okay. And I don't know what you're going through, but you know, the universe doesn't want you to feel this immense grief and sadness. And then I think the the card we pulled aligned perfectly with that, that said, you need to, you need to let go and you need to forgive. And so there was something that was going on there. I don't always connect that strongly to people. I feel like sometimes certain connections are stronger than others, but there are times when I connect to someone, those feelings overwhelm me. And I think it's just the strength of what whoever I'm talking to is feeling. If they feel it strongly, then I also feel it that strongly. And I think part of that is the universe wanting me to understand what they're going through so that I can relay, you know, this is how you're feeling. But as I said before, you don't want to walk around all the time feeling that way and you don't want to come into contact with people and then just overwhelmingly want to cry. But a lot of people who are empaths, that's what happens because they don't understand what's happening. They don't understand that they're picking up on other people's emotions. So if you're going about your day and all of a sudden you're angry for no reason, you're like, I don't know what's, I don't know why I'm upset. I don't know what's happening. Sometimes we're pulling other people's emotions. Like we're just picking up on that because we're like sponges for those of us that are empaths. So it's important to learn how to shield yourself from all of that energy. And that's why a lot of people who are empaths don't like going out into public places because if you're in a crowd of hundreds of people and you're feeling everything coming at you, it's really overwhelming. So what do you do, Melissa, to to kind of break that so that you're not carrying it all and feeling it all? Is there something that you do? Yeah. Well, I set the intention that I'm not going to pick up on anyone else's emotion. And I, in shielding myself, I call an Archangel Michael and I ask him to surround me in this beautiful blue energy and shield me from any emotion that's not my own, any energy that's not mine. And sometimes, and I just did a, a podcast for my Patreon page today that we need to sometimes at the end of the day do a clearing to clear ourselves of any energy we've picked up on and call back any energy we've sent out because we expend a lot of our own energy and give away our power every day to people. So there's a free guided meditation on my YouTube channel for calling back your energy at night and clearing your energy so that if you're having a hard time sleeping at night, which a lot of people do, especially now, the energies that are going on right now in the universe, it's very powerful. And it's causing a lot of people to have trouble sleeping. If having that trouble, there are a lot of great guided meditations that you can do before you go to bed to kind of help you clear all of that so that you can sleep and you don't feel like you're just, you're going round and round in your brain. Your mind goes and goes and goes. Yeah, we discussed that. Really interesting stuff. So somebody wanted to get started because you said anybody can do this and we've all had intuitive hits, whether we recognize it or not. And then sometimes if you really start being open and kind of going down this path or into this rabbit hole, you can start feeling more and thinking more. At what point, how did someone even begin to venture down? Start listening to podcasts like yours is probably a really good idea. What else? Maybe take a course in something and just see if it resonates. Yeah, I have a course. I know it's 
sort of, I modeled it after the spiritual boot camp that I did because I thought it was so great. And this course is called Love Your Life. And so every day there's a lesson that you do and I give you a new tool to use to balance your life. And it's not just spirituality, but also your health and well-being. So every day there's something for you to do to make your life just a little bit better. Or I also have a self-love course. If you know you've struggled with self-esteem, low self-esteem, it's a 10-day self-love course. And it's a combination of videos and lessons too, like things you can do every day to sort of build that self-love and self-esteem. Courses are great. Books are great. Podcasts are great. Just dip your feet in, you know? I mean, don't be afraid to jump in and just see what it's all about. And I always tell people, if it resonates with you, wonderful. And if it doesn't, you don't have to fight that. Like, just take what resonates with you and leave the rest behind because your soul knows the truth. And if you think, no, that's just way too crazy for me, that's okay too. Just explore and, and see what interests you and helps you. You know, it's all about living your best life and living a life that you absolutely love. And for many of us, we just feel stuck sometimes. And so that's, those are tools that can help you to feel better. And, you know, if you're interested in manifesting things in your life or just living a more positive life overall, there are a lot of great things out there that can help with that. So I have another question. Yes. When you've had tons, I'm sure. Do you have like, can you think of a situation where you did a reading for someone or there was a situation that you were called upon or you felt necessary to insert yourself into that really, by the time you figured it all out and all was said and done, you were like, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Sure. Do you have an example of that that you could share? Yes. I have a lot of moments like that. As far as like doing my podcast, I've had listeners reach out, one in particular who said, you know, I was an alcoholic and I wanted to kill myself and I found your podcast and my life's completely changed. I mean, you can't like that makes me want to cry because I you didn't think you would have that kind of impact when you start a podcast. I just thought, oh, it might help people. And that's really my why. This is why I do it every single day, because if it's helping one person, then it's worth it. But yes, readings too. I've, I had a person who well, we had to laugh because the reading was all about how this person did not enjoy their job and they wanted to do something totally different, but they were kind of afraid to. And I told them the universe is pushing you out of your comfort zone and pushing you onto a new path. And I said, vet tech, I said, I don't know if that just popped in my head, vet tech. And it was not at all what this person was doing. And then this person messaged me two hours later and said, okay, I went to LinkedIn and I went to my page. And the very first thing in my inbox is the job opening for vet tech. No way. And we both went, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's so funny. But the universe gives us synchronicities all of the time. And, you know, You'll come across people who aren't ready to hear things. You have to be ready because I've had people in readings. When I've done a reading for them, they said, no, none of that resonates. You're not telling me the right thing. But it wasn't, I wasn't telling them what they wanted to hear. And I always, you know, you could doubt yourself, but I know 
how to double check myself. I pull cards for people at the end too. And the exact same cards were coming out. What I was saying earlier, the cards that came out said the exact same thing. And so you sometimes just have to say, okay, this person wasn't ready to hear their truth. And you have to be ready to hear it or it will have the opposite effect on you. It won't be helpful. You'll be angry. But we all try to keep my readings really positive and light and in a way that'll help people. There's never, I don't ever, I don't like when people do readings and they're like, oh, death, this, you know, just. Oh yeah. You like to stay positive. Yeah. That's not the point of them. They're supposed to be helpful and not scare you or, you know, what's the point of having information if there's nothing you can do with it? So Melissa, bring us to where you are now. So you are, you, you're still teaching. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. In high school. Yes. And then you also have a whole website with a whole bunch of things that people can can hire you for and get help with. Yes. And then you have your podcast, which, okay, so I have a podcast. I don't think I would want to be teaching full-time and having a whole business at the other end of it. How are you doing all this? And- where are you with all of the things that you do and how do you stay moving through all of this? It seems like a lot to me. It is a lot. And it's taken me a while to balance everything. And I wasn't always great at the whole balance thing at first. But now, you know, I have set schedule that I record two days a week. I have readings and healing sessions or coaching sessions these many days a week. So it's not 24 seven. I have boundaries. I don't do readings on certain days. I don't do this on certain days. I do try to give my clients, you know, the best time slots available, but I also put boundaries on myself so that I'm not burning myself out. And I think that's important. Yeah, it really is. So how can people find you? Tell us all the ways. So many ways. The easiest is to go to my website, which is just melissaoatman.com. And there I have links to my podcast and also I have my offerings. So I offer 30-minute and hour readings. I offer an hour healing session. And within the healing session, I tailor it to whatever you need. So I'm certified in hypnotherapy, Reiki, past life regression. So I connect with you first just to see what your body needs and what would be the best healing modality for you. And then we go from there. I do coaching. So I work with people who are feeling stuck. They want to, whether they want to create a more positive life, whether they want to lose weight, whatever it is in their life that they want to improve. I'm helping people to do that. People who have many stories, we get rid of limiting beliefs to try to help them move forward in their life or if they want to open up more to their own intuition and psychic abilities, we can do that too. So I offer those coaching sessions. My podcast, Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, is available pretty much everywhere. And then my book, Beautifully Broken, is available on Amazon, Goodreads, and Barnes & Noble. But again, you can get to everything from my website. That's amazing. Is your book on Audible yet? I do have an audio. I have an audio book, but it's not on Audible, but there's a link on my website and then a link in the show notes to my podcast for the Audible version. So it's not actually on the Audible site, but there is an audio book version. Fabulous. Fabulous. I love the audio. 
situation. It was a lot of fun to record. Tell us how, how do you stay motivated? What keeps you going? Do you have a, do you have like a mantra or something you say every day or, I mean, everybody has those days, right? How do you keep you motivated when you're doing that for other people? I always say the universe is always working behind the scenes on my behalf to bring me what's for my highest good in divine timing. And I envision all of the things that I want to see happen in my life. And I trust that it's already happening. So even when I can't physically see things happening with my own eyes, I know it's happening and I trust the universe. And so sometimes, yeah, sometimes I have to give myself a pep talk. And, and so I just keep saying to myself, what you're doing matters. What you're doing is helping. So keep going. There you go. And you, you say it too, and, and you've said it in some of your podcasts, like just knowing that one person you helped makes it all worth it. And, and I feel the same exact way. And I know through my podcast, just me being willing to, to listen and, and be curious and just keep seeking out other podcasts that, oh, that sounds interesting. And, and maybe that's an intuitive hit that I should hit that. And then, oh, then I should ask, why don't I just ask her to be on the podcast? I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe that's all intuitive hits that are happening and just trying to find our purpose and our passion and our path is enough to keep us going, right? Everything we do is a ripple effect. Really, it is. And so if what you're doing, you're throwing out there positivity, it's going to come back to you. And it's going to shift the entire planet in a positive and wonderful way. And you matter and make a difference. And you may not always see in the ocean what this little riffle did, but it changed the ocean. And we have to imagine that we're all of these little ripple effects that are happening. And what we're doing is making a difference, whether we see it because this universe is so big. You may not see it every day, but you are. And you have to keep telling yourself what you're doing, what you do, who you are matters. I agree. I agree. We all need to do that. And one thing I like to say is that life isn't supposed to be convenient. Right. <laughs> you know, we're here to, to find these things and to give back. Yes to life and people. And when you do that, it kind of just snowballs, I guess for lack of a better way to say it does, it just snowballs. And I think you, did you do a whole podcast on somebody with charity and that doing charity is a huge thing I've done a couple of times because sometimes I'll go and revisit a topic because I just feel like we need a reminder. And I know I have done, I've done a podcast on the ripple effect yeah, a podcast on doing, you know, being of service to others because I think it's so important. It's great. And you don't run out of content because I don't know, you're able to just get in there. I mean, you do interviews, but a lot of your podcasts are you just talking about different situations and things that could help somebody that day. Is that just something that's delivered to you when you hit the mic? Yeah. I just asked the universe to give me what I need to say and I just go with it. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is so neat. Melissa, 
Thank you so much for your time today. I have so enjoyed getting to know you. I might have to do something with you further as far as figuring stuff out that it sounds exciting to me. And so, as you said, ask yourself yes or no. Yes. And what that feels like. And yes, that feels good. I should figure it out. So <laughs> I'm going to talk to you again. And I want everyone who's listening to go check Melissa's podcast out. Put it in your favorites. It's fabulous. Thank you. So much. You're, you're going to learn something every time, every time. And then go to the website, get yourself a little 30 minute reading and she will share with you what you need to know. And it's really incredible how spot on she is. And you don't have to say anything. She just says it for you. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that so much. Thank you so much for having me on here. It's been so much fun talking to you and sharing. Well, thank you. And until next time, breathe in your second wind. Thank you for listening today. I hope that something you heard made you smile, made you think, and made you feel. If these incredible stories empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, make sure to share with a friend and write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook group, My Second Wind, or hit the link in the show notes to join the conversation. Until next time, go ahead and breathe in your second wind.